What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. Friday, November 2nd. Got a very special edition of the podcast today. We're going to be joined by our good friend, Sean Smith, founder of Go Big Blue Country. He's going to join the podcast today to talk all things Kentucky, Georgia football. He's going to give me his preview. He's going to give me his prediction. We're just going to talk about the matchup. But first and foremost, before we are joined by Mr. Sean Smith, wanted to have some friends over to watch the big game but don't have enough space. Wish you had an open floor plan so you can pair your game day chili in the kitchen and watch overtime on the living room TV. If you answered yes, it's your time to call John Murray and Anna Haltom directly at Century 21. They are... Licensed realtors with years of experience who can help you find the perfect home. You'll be game day ready in no time. Call John Murray and Anna directly at 731-225-5655 or call their office at 731-668-7700. Century 21 is located at 620 Old Hickory Boulevard in Jackson, Tennessee. Next to Old Hickory Steakhouse, each office is independently owned and operated. We are joined by Sean Smith, founder of Go Big Blue Country on the phone. How are you doing, Mr. Sean? I'm doing good, Mitch. How are you? Man, I'm doing good. Ready for this big game tomorrow. Oh, man. It's going to be a big one. Biggest, uh, Definitely the biggest Kentucky football game of the last 40 years, for sure. You know, you, we were talking about that last weekend at Missouri. Talk about the environment around the program right now. Talk about what you've heard in the locker rooms this week at, at practice and what have you. Man, this whole state's buzzing. It's not even just the state. Just everybody that is connected with Big Blue Nation is just buzzing. And smiles all over their faces right now. Social media is just a completely different animal than what it was had Kentucky lost that game at Missouri. And, uh, picking up that win, just it, it, was, it seems like it's just fate that tomorrow is supposed to be a magical day for Kentucky. Even if they don't win the game, it's a day that this fan base deserves. It deserves a full day of being able to wake up early in the morning and know that their team finally has a chance to do something that, quite honestly, I, I don't think that I ever thought that this would happen. I mean, I, I know people always told me there's going to be that one time that they're going to have a chance to win the East or go to Atlanta. And I still think in the back of my mind, I honestly told myself this day would never come. You know, I think I think you're not the only one, and that you know that's the kind of thing we were talking about that last week in Columbia. You and I at the catwalk. I mean, in our lifetime, especially my and yours, we would have never thought this was going to happen. We never thought that we'd be led by a three-star running back. We'd be led by basically a bunch of just no-name guys that come in there, come work their butts off for Mark Stoops and the blue-collar mentality. Talk about that blue-collar mentality and how that's going to help us tomorrow against Georgia. It's changed the program. I mean, entirely. Like, Kentucky football has always been a program that's been disrespected. And it's had players over the years that have taken that disrespect and turned it into success. But something just fuels this team differently. And, you know, Laura Rutledge was on my radio show last night, and she was talking about Benny Snell. And she doesn't think that this team would be where it's at, not only on the team, like on the field, but like emotionally. And, the way that they're taking all this disrespect that they get from national media and fueling them and turning it into wins and success on the field. And you have to look at Benny. This thing, this really changed when Benny went in the game his freshman year. Like, this team has been completely different. This program's been completely different. And it's got guys like Josh Allen who felt disrespected the last couple of years. I mean, it's just this whole team is just taking the disrespect. I mean, did you see the stat this morning? The SEC Network posted that the FBI was like a 0.3% chance that 
Kentucky would have won the East this year. And right now the FBI has it at 19% tomorrow, but really it's 50-50. They put themselves in a position where if you win, you win it. If you lose, you don't. And you throw out numbers. Terry Wilson's mom was on the radio show last night, too, and she told me the one thing that the FBI can't measure is heart. And that is something that this team has from top to bottom. You know, let's talk about that heart. Who is the probably the biggest heart on the team other than Benny Snell, of course? Oh, man. That's a, that's a good question. I, I honestly don't know who has the biggest heart. <laughs> Benny is definitely the, the clear-cut, obvious answer here, but I feel like it goes – I feel like it trickles all the way down throughout the entire team, really. I mean, the offensive line – it's just they're all, they've all found something to play for. Uh, the offensive line's playing for Josh Larman, who's battling cancer. The defense has been playing for Josh Paschal. The entire team's been playing for Josh Paschal. Um, you know, you had, the, you had the incident earlier this year where, you know, Marco Shimwell, the, the little boy that was hit by a drunk driver outside the stadium. And, you know, it, it just feels like there's something else pushing this team. And it, it's interesting. Uh, I saw where his mom, Marco's mom, had put on social media last week after the game that it was a Marco moment in Missouri where he wasn't going to let Kentucky lose. And when you go back, Mitch, you were there, it didn't seem like Kentucky was winning that game at all. And that's no. the kind of ending Kentucky fans aren't used to seeing. And it just seems like something is pushing this team more and more. So I've seen on Twitter this week, uh, my buddies at Kentucky Cliffs, they tried to come up with a name for last week's miracle well I've started thinking that we should just call it the Marco miracle because it yeah. just feels like that that team had something pushing them and it just feels like they're tomorrow's going to be special if they come out and do this I can't even imagine what the scene's going to be like in Lexington so for me to come out and really say that someone else has more heart I don't know I just feel like they're all working as one it's just one heartbeat right now Man, when you mentioned that Marco moment, that gave me chills just straight down through my spine right there. You know, this team, and you mentioned, it just seems like a special team. I mean, we play, Kentucky plays Duke on Tuesday night. Nobody's talking about it. I mean, it feels like Kentucky football is finally back to where, not even back to where, where it belongs. You know what I'm saying? We feel like we're an SEC team. Talk about what do you think with the new recruit coming in that, kid from Frankfurt. Talk about how big that is for the program leading up to this Georgia game and leading up to the rest of the season and heading into next season. Wait a second. Can Kentucky plays Duke next week? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that. I'm just kidding. Not everybody knows that Kentucky plays Duke next week, but Kentucky football is the only thing on anyone's mind right now. But Wondell Robinson's commitment yesterday to Kentucky, it was huge. and It, it shows the difference in the program now than it was four years ago when Damian Harris committed to Alabama. Now, granted, Damian Harris has been a tremendous player for Alabama, one of the best running backs in the country, and he clearly made the right decision for his for himself and his future. But it's, it's crazy. When you look at it, it's a mirror reflection of what's happened. Mark Stoops, the program, wasn't one that year. They started off a really good start, and then they lost their final six, and that's when they lost momentum with Damian Harris. When you look at this season – he makes his decision yesterday. Kentucky 7-1. They're in the top 10. So the school's on his list there. Nebraska, Ohio State. Well, Kentucky's ranked ahead of Ohio State in the playoff rankings currently. I mean, it's when you get into recruiting, 
I've always told people it's a four-year window that you have. And you've got that impression of what have you been doing for the last four years. If you've been successful and you've been one of those top programs, that's fresh on these kids' minds that are currently being recruited, what, seventh grade through 11th grade. And I think that makes a difference. So Kentucky being relevant the previous two years, and then they see that the pro still climbing its trajectory, that is that is significant for Mark Stoops because now he no longer has to sell the future. He can sell wins. He can sell the facilities. And the blueprint is in place now to keep building this thing. And he takes another step forward tomorrow night if he wins the division. And that means Kentucky's playing on December 1st when there's, what, two or three football games that day at all? So yeah. I mean, that's another step for the program. National TV spotlight tomorrow at 3.30. Things like that is why I feel like Wondell Robinson came to Kentucky. And I, I also I have a good feeling there's two or three more kids that have committed elsewhere from in-state that will flip before the next few weeks. I mean, there's a lot of momentum with some recruitment right now in Kentucky football. Man, let's talk about these are the last two questions I have for you. What are your keys to the game, and who do you say wins at the end of the game when that clock hits 0 0 0? Well, keys to me, you got two words, Josh Allen. I mean, did you see the number? He has 10 sacks this year. That's all Georgia's defense has on their entire season is 10 sacks. And Josh Allen matches it himself. That, that to me, is the key. Is Can Kentucky put enough pressure on Jake Fromm and get there and force some of those air throws? Uh, we know Georgia's going to try to run the ball. You know, he's got Jordan Jones. He's wearing the, uh, the club on his arm, just like Cash Daniels wearing one on his arm. That's, that's my biggest concern there is in the running game with tackling because you don't you have to think you don't have any grip when you have a club on one hand. So now we got two of them. So I feel like Georgia's going to run right at those guys and try to test that. But then you got Chris Oates, DeAndre Square, the two freshman linebackers who are better in coverage, and that could be a plus against the passing game. Uh, but to me, that – and then Benny Snell has got to have a Benny Snell day. He's got to run for 150, 160 yards tomorrow. Uh, bring A.J. Rose in there for eight or nine snaps and let him have uh, some momentum and keep the momentum going and rest Benny a little bit. Terry has to complete some passes. Georgia's going to come out and put eight or nine in the box early. It wouldn't surprise me tomorrow if Kentucky just completely opens up the playbook playbook and just throws the ball around the field and leaves it all out there because you don't have anything to lose. This is what you've been building for. Mitch, I think you'd agree with me here. Their play calling been very vanilla for the last four to five weeks and we've no. not seen a lot from that option and you know we, we talked about end, that on saturday with with eddie graham we we did talk about how the offensive play calling was a little stagnant it has and to me it's been it shows the difference in the program now than it was a few years ago is kentucky doesn't have to use all these gimmicks and trick plays to beat people but tomorrow i expect them to pull some things out it wouldn't surprise me if we see Benny Snell throw the football out of the Wildcat, it wouldn't surprise me if they let Lynn throw the ball out of the Wildcat. Or, you know what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. It's just, there's going to be that one play tomorrow where Kentucky goes for the kill shot. Yeah. And I think if they hit it, they could it could ride some momentum and win tomorrow's game. I do think Kentucky wins, though. I picked it the other night on my podcast. I got Kentucky 20-17. to 17. I think Chance Core is going to have to kick a couple of field goals. And... Uh, it's going to be a close one for sure, but I just don't see Kentucky's allowed 20 points. That's the most they've allowed all season on defense. I do not think that Georgia scores more than 20 on them. Yeah. 
You know, I completely agree with you. I said that today on my podcast as well. I do want to thank you for coming on the show. Tell us where they can find your podcast, where your website is. A lot of great, got a lot of great Kentucky content out there. Yeah, it's uh, I'm doing a lot right now. But you can follow me on Twitter at GBB Country. The same thing on Facebook, GBB Country. Uh, the website's GoBigBlueCountry.com. You can search for the podcast on iTunes by searching Go Big Blue Country or Go Big Blue Country Football. And uh, I'm also going to start posting the radio show to the podcast feed as well, so people will get an additional 45 to 50 minutes of UK content each week as well. But, yeah, Mitch, I appreciate you having me on. Let's hope that tomorrow is a night of celebration in Kentucky, because if Kentucky completes this tomorrow night, I am willing to bet there will be 65,000 fans on the field somehow tomorrow night. Man, thank you so much for joining the show. I will probably have you on next week to talk about this win. That sounds good. I like how you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Have a good one. That was Sean Smith from Go Big Blue Country. You can follow me on Twitter, MitchDavis underscore 8. Like the podcast on Facebook at The Mitch Davis Show. Or also shoot us an email at TheMitchDavisShow at AOL.com. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts at The Mitch Davis Show or wherever podcasts are produced. Love you guys. Hope you all have a great weekend of food, family, and good football. Shout out to all the Kentucky fans. You deserve it. Enjoy this weekend, and God bless.